The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this uh, part of the discourse on the foundations for awareness is the simplest of them all. It's a simple description, uh, instruction. It simply says, in this body, there is the property of earth, the property of water, the property of fire, and the property of air, wind. And um, <clears throat> that's it. Uh, it does give an analogy. I'll, I'll mention the analogy, the simile, tomorrow. But the instruction, that's all it says. So there's a recognition of each of these properties as they appear within us. And um, and so it's so simple that it might be overlooked, it might not be understood how profound it is, that it's actually one of the central ways that Vipassana practice is practiced, is a really de- delving deep into the level of the sensations of our experience. So it's easy to not be in the sensations, to certainly it's possible to have sensations of some kind or other and then start interpreting it, have stories around it, reactions to it. It's possible to not be connected to our sensations at all at all, and be living in the abstract world of thoughts and ideas and feelings that, that are disconnected from our body. Part of mindfulness practice is to awaken the body. There is one uh, Mahayana Sutra that says that we awa- awakening, enlight- enlightenment, happens through the body. The Buddha himself said that there is no awakening without mindfulness of the body. What we're doing, and partly this dropping into the sensations, just feeling the sensations that they appear, is that we're beginning to expand our awareness throughout our body. So more and more of our body starts uh, being, um, uh, we feel connect, really connected to it, start feeling embodied. It does a lot of wonderful things for us to do this. One is that um, the uh, body, to, the body itself can process so much of our uh, life, so much of our difficulties and our emotions and our thoughts and our concerns, our tensions, uh, partly because when we're not in the body, we're often in the reactivity, in the thoughts, the interpretations, the stressful ways of thinking that are reinforcing the tension in the body. If we drop down into the body, then there's room for things to unfold. There's breathing room for things. And even things which, uh, and some things will just naturally unfold and resolve themselves. You know, like tension, for example, oftentimes. Some things don't resolve themselves. Maybe there's chronic physical tension in the body. But to, uh, there's an art to just feeling the tension without adding any second arrows to it, without adding any tension, extra tension to it, and, um, and then delving even deeper into uh, the pain. So we're no longer experiencing at the conceptual level. And what I mean with that is, we'll take pain as an example. The word pain is an abstraction. Uh, it's a umbrella term for sensations which are quite intense, and those sensations can be varied. There can be intense burning, stabbing. There can be intense twisting. 
there can be intense, um, um, you know, stretch pulling and tightening going on. There can be intense exhaustion of the muscles, just really aching. And so the um, those are those are the particular sensations that what we call pain. And two people can say they have pain, and they have very different sensations. Sometimes when we call things pain, um, we react to the, all the ideas or notions we have about pain, rather than, uh, and, and it's the abstraction we're re- reacting to, what it means, where it's going, what's going to happen in the future, rather than just dropping into the pain itself and feeling the particularities of the sensation. It's possible at the level of calling it pain, it just feels like it's constant. When we drop into the level of sensations, we can discover if we're really focused that the sensations are not constant, they're inconstant, they come and they go, they appear and they disappear. Um, you know, there might be a, I've had, you know, when I was first a new uh, Zen student, I used to f- uh, bring my attention to feel uh, the pain in my knees, which I had a lot of. And it would be sometimes just to be reduced to a little square centimeter. And in that centimeter, there would be this dancing of, of intense sensations, sparking sensations of, of stabbing and tightening and different things. And it was kind of fascinating to watch the dance and flicking around, that there was no one sensation to hold on to or react to because they were constantly moving in this little square centimeter. For some things... Uh, the, uh, that ability to just feel at the sensation level gives breathing room for it to resolve itself, to unwind, to dissolve. And for other things which are pleasant and enjoyable, there's breathing room for it to grow and expand. And uh, some of the great uh, feelings of well-being that come with practice, that we want to have come with practice, are much more accessible if we can feel it more fully in the body. The more we're awake in the body, the more the body is, is a field of sensations that we can feel. Uh, so much of the happiness and joy and well-being uh, it can be felt in an embodied way. It's more stable, it's more fuller, it's more coursing through us if we can really feel it through the body. So this ability to drop down and feel the sensations increases our capacity for experiencing joy and happiness. Dropping down and feeling being embodied with our experience, referring everything back in the body and let the body hold it. And the body wakes up and becomes more expansive, in a sense, with sensations, not that we're living from the neck up. It also turns out we have a lot more capacity for being with difficulties. That the mind doesn't have a, actually sometimes a lot of capacity uh, in its stories, ideas, reactions, beliefs, memories, projections in the future. It can get very claustrophobic. But uh, if we can be centered and grounded and stable in our body, making room to feel the sensations, uh, letting the sensations come and making room for them, then we have a much bigger capacity to deal with challenges. Much bigger, much bigger ability to be uncomfortable so that we're not knocked over or pushed around or uh, we become reactive or we get tense or we, get, uh, we feel like our boundaries are being pushed because we, we have all this capacity to hold it and be aware of it. 
it's kind of like um, you know, the analogy I like that if you put, uh, put a pyramid on its head on the point, it's not very stable, and maybe it can maybe it can get it just perfectly balanced for a moment, but someone just taps it and it just falls over. But if you turn the the, um, the pyramid upside down, I mean right side up, and so it's sitting on its base, then you you push it and it's not going to tip over so easily, um, and or at all. And uh, so there's something about being stably centered in our physicality of our body, sensations of body, that uh, we don't easily get pushed over or thrown off balance by events of the world. So this simple exercise, I mean, maybe the exercise is not simple but uh, to do, but always, but the simple instructions opens up to a vast world of possibility. The world of our body being centered, grounded in our body, embodied in our body, letting the body process our life, letting the body be the place we just compost things into our body. When I have difficult emotions, uh, I just find it so valuable to sit and meditate and just feel those emotions in my body. Just let the trust the body, like the body's composting them, and and I just kind of put put them back into my body, into my body, and feel it in the body. And um, it's so relieving to realize that the, the the wisdom of the body knows how to take care of things, sometimes much better than the mind that's trying to figure it out or trying to navigate, negotiate, mediate, bargain with reality. So, um, so to begin increasing your vocabulary for sensations. You might want to draw up a list and maybe ask friends to add words to them. And uh, of all the uh, ways that direct sensory experiences is felt. And the greater that vocabulary list, the gra- maybe the, the more you have to enter into this world of sensations and feeling them. Entering in so fully that at some point you start feeling um, the dynamism of it, the dynamic nature in which it changes and moves and flows and comes alive more and more as we rest in the body, as we, the awareness is embodied. So I would offer, I offer you that one um, as an exercise to do, uh, uh, supporting this sensation meditation, is to um, draw up some a list, a long list of all the words in your language that uh, uh, describe sensations. Twisting, pulling, heat, hot, cold, heavy, light. You know, just go on and on. Um, Itching and whatever it might be. And and maybe um, uh, get your friends involved with it. And they, they have different words than you do, and you get your vocabulary increases. And as the vocabulary increases, perhaps your sensitivity also increases. You're able to identify the differences between some of them that otherwise would have been, been missed. So, thank you. And um, I hope that you'll come to a day, maybe today, that you come to love your body. Much metta to your body. 
May your body be one of your valentines. Thank you.